Good morning. Today is Friday, January 29, 2021. In our Parsha, the Shabbos, the Jewish people experience one of God's greatest miracles of all time, the splitting of the Red Sea. And they respond with this magnificent prayer, Az Yashir Moshe Uvene Israel Esashira Azoz Ladernoi. Then Moshe and the children of Israel sang this song of praise to God, Vayomru Lemor, and they said as follows, Ashira Lashem, we sing to God, Ki Ga'o Ga'a, because he is extremely exalted. There are what appear to be two extra unnecessary words in that passage. Az Yashir Moshe, then they sang. Moshe and the Jewish people sang. What are the words Vayomru Lemor? And they said as follows. It already says, they said, Az Yashir, they sang the song. So why, if they're already singing the song, why repeat and they said saying? It appears to be completely extraneous. So the Zohar, the major work of Kabbalah Jewish mysticism, says that Vayomru Lemar does not refer to Moshe and the children of Israel singing the Shira at that time. It means Vayomru and they, meaning us, will say the Shira. In, in other words, in every generation, Jews will say this song every day. Vayomru refers to us, you and me. We should say this song every day. And we do. It is part of our daily prayer. We say it in the Psukit Zimra, in the section of the morning service, just before we get to Baruch Hu. And we are supposed to say it, according to the Zohar, as if we ourselves are witnessing the splitting of the Red Sea and witnessing and visualizing ourselves walking through on dry land. And that is the source of our including it in our daily prayers by Yomru Lamar. Not only do we say it every day, but we then refer to it a second time just before the Amidah of Shachris, before the Shmon Esrei, in the paragraph of Ezras, we say the fo as follows, Vayamsuv Bakata, the sea split, Vzaydim Tibata, and the evil ones were drowned, Vididim Hervarta, and your beloved ones passed through on dry land, Alzos Shibhu Ahuvim, for that your, the ones who love you, God, praise you. Lecha Anushira, they sing to you a song. Az Yashir, they sing to you a song. Basimcha Rabba, with great joy, with abundant joy. And so, 
What's happening is, first we say the prayer, which is the Jewish people at that time who experienced it, said we say what they said, and then we recount in our prayers that we also say it with great joy as if it is happening to us. And that's a lesson to us that when we say this prayer, we should say it, because we are asserting that it is to be said with great abundant joy, as if we are witnessing it for the first time. Now, this prayer, Az Yashir, has another function within the structure of prayer, because we refer to it right before we begin the Shemona Esrei, the Amidah. And then we repeat a similar concept, but with slightly different wording and meaning. Because just before the Amidah starts, just before the Shemona Esrei, we say the bracha, the blessing, Baruch HaTo Hashem, blessed are you God, Ga'al Yisrael. Blessed are you, God, who saved Israel. Meaning, from the Red Sea, from Paro. As we just finished saying, we sang this song of praise to you, with great joy. And we bless you, God, for redeeming, for saving the Jewish people. In the Shemona Esrei, one of the paragraphs that we say is, Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed be God, Goel Yisrael. What's the difference between Goal Yisrael and Goel Yisrael? Goel Yisrael is in the past. That refers to the historical event of God saving the Jewish people at the Red Sea. Goel Yisrael means that God did not, is in the present tense. It means that God did not only redeem and save us once, God redeems and saves us on an ongoing basis. Which is why we have to say Az Yashir on an ongoing basis, as if it happened to us. Because we are being saved by God all the time. We are being redeemed by God all the time. So Az Yashir is referred to just before the Amidah in order to point out the contrast between the blessing before Goal Yisrael, God redeemed us in the past, and what we say in the Amidah, Goel Yisrael, in the in the present, going forward, the message is that it, God's salvation and God's redemption is not a one-time event, but it is ongoing every day, and that's why we say the prayer every day as if it is happening to us, because it is happening to us, and that's why we say it with great joy. But there's one further layer, especially one further layer in why we should be saying it with great and abundant joy. And it goes like this. Let's review the context of this passage. So the narrative at the beginning of the Parsha, the Jewish people have left Egypt. They are traveling. 
They're gone a few days. And all of a sudden, it's if Paro walk, wakes up and, and says to himself, what have I done? Why did I let them go free? And Paro gathers his army and and Paro runs after them to catch them and bring them back. And the Torah says, Uparo hikriv, Paro and his army came close to the Jewish people, approached the Jewish people. So remember, they're walking towards this sea. Paro is coming towards them. So they are now trapped between Paro behind them and the sea in front of them. Nowhere to go. Vayisu b'nei Yisrael And the Jewish people lifted up their eyes and they saw the Egyptian army coming after them. And they were exceedingly frightened. And they cried out to God because now they're in big trouble. Yes, they left Egypt, but now they're trapped. They're trapped between the sea, which they cannot pass, and the army, which is coming up, which is catching up to them. Now listen to what happens. And they said to Moshe, There weren't enough cemeteries in Egypt. We could have died there. You had to bring us out to the desert to die. Why did you take us out of Egypt? We told you we didn't want to leave Egypt. Leave us alone. Let us stay in Egypt and work for the Egyptians. It would be better to stay working in Egypt for the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Wait, hold on a second. The Sfas Emes asks, how could they say something like that? That is so revisionist. They completely ignore the fact that they were not just working in Egypt. They were slaves who were beaten and killed. God saved them. God had already performed miracles for them. The Eser Makos, the ten, the 10 plagues. God had taken them out. How could they express? Okay, I understand. They're very nervous and they're very worried. I understand that. But I mean, God has already. And, and by the way, and at this point, they don't know anything that about there's going to be a splitting of the Red Sea, right? We know what's going to happen. Maybe it's a little easier for us. They don't know that, but they, but they certainly know that God can do miracles. They, they certainly know that God has performed miracles to take them out of Egypt. Even if they don't know what's next, but to say, we told you so, we never should have left. It was better for us there. It's so, uh, such a distortion of what actually happened. And it's such a lack of gratitude to God. Terrible. How could they be so small-minded and just awful to say such words? 
And that night, same day, that night, the sea split in front of them. And they walked through on dry land. Our sages say, Ra Shifkaliyam, the simplest Jew walking among them through the sea, saw God more clearly than Yechezkel ben Buzi, the prophet Ezekiel. They were so opened to the experience of God that night more than those who spoke to God, who God spoke to. They were like prophets. The Sfas Emes asks, how is it possible that in the afternoon you say things that are terrible and horrible and filled with lack of gratitude and distorting and complaining and all of a sudden by nighttime you're like the greatest prophet that ever lived says the Svasemis it teaches us a crucial lesson and this is a lesson that we need to review for ourselves every single day and never lose sight of it even after the worst mistake you or I will ever make in our lives, even after the most terrible thing that you or I do or say, God forbid, the lowest we will sink, I can turn myself around and I can become the highest. I can become the greatest. And prayer can help to achieve that. Az Yashir shows us that no matter how low we fall, no matter how far we stray, we are still capable of achieving the most magnificent greatness and accomplishment and triumph. When we say Az Yashir, yes, we remind ourselves of the amazing miracle, yes. But we also remind ourselves about something within ourselves. We remind ourselves that it doesn't matter where we are or what we have done. We can redeem ourselves. We can save ourselves. And that's why Az Yashir is not just a single prayer. It's not just a beautiful praise, but it's a lesson that we need to remember constantly, every day. And that's why it's worthy of saying Basimcha Rabbah with great joy, because the joy comes from the fact of what this prayer says about ourselves that no matter what has happened, no matter what we have done, we too can come back to the level of a prophet and say the words, Az Yashir, just like Moshe and the Jewish people who witness it themselves, we can witness it. That's why we say it every day. And that's why we say it, 
Besimcha Rabbah with great joy because it points to our potential, our redemption, our salvation. My friends, I hope this Shabbos, if we're hearing it in shul as one of 10 people in a minion when the Torah is read, or if we're studying it at home on Shabbos, and when we say the prayer every day, we should have this in mind, this idea that not only is this prayer reminding us of this magnificent miracle and the fact that God's salvation is ongoing, but also of what we are capable, no matter what has happened in the past. My friends, I wish you a great day and a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.